0: On this week's episode, you will notice it is titled Two Introductions. I want to take time to introduce myself and how I came to know Jesus, and then a little bit about how this podcast was created, and then we'll dive into our one verse. So as I stated, my name is Katie Fender. I am a 30-year-old mom of two. I have a 10-year-old son and a one-year-old daughter. I am a people person, and I have really been moved to use this type of public platform to share God's glory. Growing up, I was not raised in a church, but I did find Jesus at an FCA camp when I was 10 years old. If you're unfamiliar with what the FCA is, it is a huge organization called the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. My stepmom had signed me up for this three day sports camp, and I went because number one, it was free, (laughs) and number two, I was a huge tomboy and I loved playing sports, especially competitively. They gave all of the campers there a New Testament Bible. That was the very first Bible I had ever owned. This is when I became more interested in God and learning about Jesus, but I hadn't yet developed a relationship with him. Fast forward to a few years later, when I was 14, I started to attend a local teen youth group on Wednesday nights. I originally was invited by a group of my friends, and I ended up going to basically get out of the house in the middle of the week and be able to hang out. At the time, I was definitely more interested in the cute high school boys than I was Jesus, and I soon made more friends there and became a weekly attendee. Now, this youth group wasn't a small group. We are talking over a 100 kids. Imagine being a freshman girl in high school and you are surrounded by teenage boys, and not just teenage boys from your own high school, but teenage boys from about four or five other surrounding high schools. I was much more interested in making sure that these boys noticed me than me listening to a sermon. I did find myself elated, though, during praise and worship. There were numerous times where I got goosebumps when I was singing and felt like it was only me in the room, I would get overwhelmed with emotions and I would cry. And that was one of the best experiences I remember having there. You know, that that 15, 20 minutes where everybody's just singing and praising. And that really, really touched me. Looking back, I had no idea that that was the Holy Spirit. When I was 15 and 16 years old, um, even into year 17, after... A few life-changing mistakes in 2007, I quit going to this youth group. I was embarrassed, I felt judged because of the choices that I had made, and that youth group was no longer important to me. I went through a very depressive period um, that included self-harming, suicidal attempts and tendencies. And blaming everyone else but myself. um, Never taking accountability for my actions. And the only person that I wanted to blame was God. So at that point, I was done with Christianity. I'm sure a lot of you have heard you know, that God will leave the 99 for the one, you know, just to get that one person. And I feel like I have been that one person 99 different times. So even though, you know, my junior year of high school, I have lost, you know, my faith, my trust, and just I was fed up and done with God. I also know deep down inside that it was the only thing that was going to make, you know, my life better. I had grown up in the same school district from kindergarten all the way until my junior year of high school. And my senior year of high school, I decided to transfer to a private Catholic high school. Um, this private Catholic high school was expensive if you were not in the Catholic church. And I paid my mom back for letting me attend this school I only went one semester to graduate early, but I was in the best place that I needed to be because people were praying for me and I was involved in chapel. And although I don't identify myself as a Catholic, I am just non-denominational Christian. It was a really awesome learning experience for myself because my grandparents on my mom's side do come from Catholicism. Their family does. Both my grandpa and my grandma and their parents. I mean this was a very predominant religion in our Italian family. After graduating from my Catholic high school early, fast forward a couple years and here I go on my track of just poor decision making I ended up being a single mom of a little boy at 20 years old. And due to my emotional state, my mental state, I had no idea how in the world I was going to raise a boy by myself, but God did. I started going to the same church that I once attended youth group at, looking desperately for help and healing. I didn't consistently attend church, and I lost my faith on countless occasions. I was a Sunday morning Christian, but that was pretty much it. God got an hour of my time once a week, and it was usually half-heartedly, and it was a crutch. You know, when I felt like I was getting overwhelmed or I didn't have help or I ran into financial problems or I just didn't want to be a mom at that time, that's when I called out to God. That's when I decided that I loved him and I needed him in my life and I needed him to work out a babysitter so I could go to to Chicago with my friends for the weekend. And I mean, I used God as a spiritual parent and Never formed a relationship with him. Still, um, I was very, very selfish, and I lived for the world. I wanted money. I wanted nice things. I wanted my own things. You know, carrying around a baby was like carrying around an expensive bag. It was an accessory, and I, looking back, I shame myself for ever feeling that my son used to mean something to me in that mannerism in a materialistic mannerism and i'm so so thankful that god has changed my heart a million times over that i can understand the true beauty of what being a parent is and that unconditional love that i have for both of my children now During these episodes, you will most likely hear a name pop up pretty frequently. The name of this person is Kelsey. Kelsey is my older sister. She's two years older than me, and she is truly my best friend. She got me through many hard times. She's seen my downfalls. She's seen me in mental institutions. She's seen me in medical places. I mean, it's just... She's, been, she's always been my person. Like That's been my person. And that person also helped me raise my son. Like I said, I didn't know what I was doing, but God did. And God put Kelsey and her now husband Ryan in my life at the exact right time. And I am unashamed to say that when I could not be the parent that that little boy deserved so badly... I am blessed that my sister and her husband were able to step in and give him that life. They are also Christians, and I know my sister loves God so much. Her journey is actually so inspiring to me and what has helped kick off my relationship, my deep, true adult relationship with God. And I could not be more thankful for her and everything that she's done for me and my son. And just overall, she is an amazing human being. She has a great heart. I really, really hope that she will kind of guest star on some of these episodes because she loves God so much and has a lot of information and a lot of life experience. But if you hear Kelsey, just know that we are talking about my older sister, Kelsey, and she is a rock star of a person. So here we are more recent in the past couple years October twelfth, 2020 is when my entire relationship with God changed, and for the better, I had taken 14 lorazeprams, and if you don't know what that is, it is a generic form of Ativan, which is also commonly known as Xanax. It is an anti-anxiety. I had been drinking that day as well. I was not in a good place in my marriage. I wasn't in a good place mentally. It was not a good night. My mom and my sister showed up at my house and pretty much told me to get it together. You know, like I have more than this. I've been, you know, working for the same company for over 10 years. I have two kids that adore me and need a healthy mom. You know, I have this house to take care of. I have all of these things going on and all of these blessings around me that I'm just completely ignoring because my emotions want to focus on what's not going right in my life according to what I want to happen. And it was a very emotional night. My sister and my mom sat on my bed while I went through a box of tissues and questioned pretty much everything about my life, but they spoke. The word of God they prayed with me they you know recited verses they built me up and it was like in that moment I remembered that feeling the feeling I got when I was doing praise and worship at my youth group the feeling that I got where it felt like no one was else was in the room except me and Jesus and I was comforted I was at peace, that peace that surpasses all understanding and calm. And that night, my entire relationship changed with God. And ever since then, I've wanted nothing more to continue to grow in my relationship, love him as much as I can, and also just become a better person for myself and everyone around me. When people meet me, I want them to know Jesus. I want them to see Jesus. I want them to, you know, be intrigued and interested. And I just want to be a good person. And I will be the first to say, I am a sinner. I lie. I cuss. I, you know, I do all of those things. I get angry for no reason. I can be very, very, very verbally hurtful. I mean, I am very quick witted when it comes to insults and defense mechanisms and things like that and I want to change those things about me I want to shine the light of Christ Jesus that's who I want to be known for I don't want to be known for Katie you know the bully through school or you know the manager that didn't like me or I always you know had situational friends if it was benefit to me or not to be friends with them I I am so excited that that is the old me And I think that you all are getting the best part of me because this is the best I've been my entire life. And I'm so, so excited to be able to share it with others. For the past few months, I've really started praying about my relationship with God and how I can make it better and expand it. And the first thing that popped in my head was go back to college, get a degree in biblical studies you know, start really being involved in the church and you, maybe you'll get a youth pastor position or something like that. Those were kind of where my thoughts were going, but I'm a procrastinator and I don't typically finish what I say I want to start, but I do listen to podcasts and I started thinking about it with public speaking and motivational speaking and how much I love God I thought this would be a phenomenal platform to really express that. I remember in youth group, the times that I was listening to the pastor instead of the cute boys next to me, that, you know, there would be like three different verses on the screen and then we'd be jumping around from John to Peter that like, it was, I didn't know. I was lost. It was confused. I couldn't follow. It was hard and it seemed really, really complicated And religion isn't, religion is complicated, but Jesus isn't. And I think, unfortunately, with how much the churches have changed and everything like that, it has really drawn people away because it's complicated. So I had this idea of a podcast called One Verse. Each episode, we're just going to take one verse. We're going to look at one verse. We're going to see what the verse is talking about, who said it, where it's coming from, you know, how we can apply it. And we are going to break this 66 book love letter down, you know, to really be able to understand it and apply it, even if it's just one verse at a time. So, we started with a very brief introduction about me and about my journey with God. So, I thought the best and most fitting introduction, second introduction, would be the introduction to the Bible, Genesis 1 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That seems very plain, very simple, just cut and dry. But I really want us to kind of explore into this. Think about my introduction that I had about myself. It was very cut and dry. This is my name. This is my age. These are my kids. I love God. You know, so now we have Genesis 1 1 in the beginning. God was a creator and he created the heavens and the earth. It seems very, very simple, which it should. But don't forget to look into the fine details. This was the first written existence of how our world world was created. And he started off with a bang, right? The heavens and the earth. And I say bang intentionally because I'm not going to discredit scientists. The big bang theory, as far as I know, scientists are still rolling with it and they have, you know, these speculations or evidences or case studies or whatever. And that's great. And that can be 100% true. You know, the Big Bang could be a thing. That could really be how the earth was created. But then I have one question for the scientists. Who created the Big Bang? So here we are at the very beginning of the Bible. The very first chapter and the first verse. And we had this bomb dropped on us, you know. God created the heavens and the earth, and by the earth we're talking atmospheres, plants, ecosystems, oceans, mountains, etc. Like, if you really can just close your eyes and travel your mind to somewhere nature-like, or just an amazing, amazing, you know, landform that you have seen. You know, the mountain that you climbed, that beach that you swam in. You know those buildings, you know that were created by men because of tools and things that were given to them. Like God created all of that, every grain of sand, every wave of water, every snowflake on an ice cap mountain, and the same God that created the heavens and the earth in Genesis one one, is the exact same God that we're serving today. If that doesn't get you a little excited, I don't know what will, because that's incredible to me. Like, you mean to tell me that the guy that I pray to, however many times a day, decided that this is what a mountain was going to look like, and this is what the Grand Canyon was going to do, and this is what volcanoes would do. Like, wow, (laughs) it's just so overwhelming and so phenomenal, and... He goes into depths of what we are explaining, you know, on earth, what he created, and, and down a couple verses. But so we know what was created on earth. Our minds can't even wrap around what is created in heaven and waiting for us. You know, we, we think of these things that are so intricate snowflakes, you know, our thumbprints, just the way that the world works naturally with sunlight and rain and vegetation and animals and everything like that, like how amazingly skilled and put together and thought out plan that God had to create this for us. And we can't even wrap our minds around what heaven's going to be like. If you think that a mountain is beautiful, imagine mountains in heaven if you think that ocean is beautiful and that black sand in iceland is just the most gorgeous thing you've ever seen wait until heaven you know if you think that the colors in your garden of these flowers that you could not create yourself you know like they are just these magentas and these indigos and these crazy amazing bright colors if you can see those on earth Imagine what the color scheme must be like in heaven. How exciting! I am so excited that this is the way that God decided to begin our journey through, you know, Judaism and then Christianity. I'm so excited that this one verse was put in here for us to understand and can always go back and contemplate, you know, whenever you're sitting outside. Whenever you're in nature, if you are a hiker, you know, like just looking around like, God did this. And what's even more cool, look in the mirror. God did that too. You are intentional. We live for a very intentional God. You were born when you were supposed to be born. You're around the community you're supposed to be around. And God is so excited to use you. And I hope that you all know that I have so many young employees that I see myself in a lot of them, but I also see their potential. They have such good hearts. They love genuinely. And, you know, I get to see the beginnings of my time with them. So I'm just, I just feel like Genesis 1-1 is an awesome verse for us to start in. It's the beginning it's the beginning of Earth, the beginning of heavens that I personally cannot wait to see. But I mean, just, I really hope that this first one, just humbles you a little bit. Just humbles you and kind of makes you remember how good God is and what all that he has done. You know, and the God that created the heavens and the earth is the same reigning God today. And number two, I also hope that you found just a little bit of interest in this. Maybe we'll listen to a next episode. Maybe we'll see where Katie wants to go with verse two and maybe I can connect with that. Um, I am always interested in hearing, you know, feedback, questions, comments. I'm a very, very down to earth person and I understand criticism and I know that I will not always be right. I may, Speak something that isn't, you know, technically correct or politically correct or anything like that. But at the end of the day, please just know that this is coming from my heart and it is coming from a good place. It's coming because I do love Jesus and I love people and I love that we are all so different. And I think, thanks to my job, the job that I have, I get to connect with a lot of these younger people and they are my joy. And I'm just so excited to see where this goes, where I can take it, and hopefully whoever it can reach out to. We are going to wrap up this quick episode today. I just really wanted to be able to introduce myself to you all And then also just introduce you to the Bible, you know, that that first verse is a big one. And I hope that when you're walking outside or when you're looking at trees or when you're on vacation, that you can just take all of it in and remember, wow, you know, God created that. So I am super, super excited that I can continue to do something like this. Like I said, every episode, it'll just be one verse Thank you for listening to time to introduce myself, introduce the Bible. I would like to end in prayer. Heavenly Father God, I thank you for this very day. I thank you for podcasts who knew what technology could bring and do and how we could use it for your glory, God. I thank you for my listeners, whoever I'm reaching out to, that they can feel a connection with you. That in some way somehow that we can connect with jesus together i thank you for you know just always working on my heart as a christian as a mom as a wife and as an employer i thank you for giving me the opportunity to use my voice to make disciples of men i thank you for your blessings and all of your blessings to come and thank you for being so good to me so good to my family And God, I'm just, I'm so excited that you get to call me your daughter. And I cannot wait to see where this one verse podcast journey is going to take me. So I pray for all of these things through your precious son, Christ Jesus. Amen. If there is anything that you folks would like me to pray for you about, whether it's family or work or personal or anything like that, please, please, please go ahead and there will be an email pinned to this if you would like to send it that way. Otherwise, you could also send me voice recordings but or any type of messages. Just let me know. I love praying for people. I think that when, you know, more Christians pray together, more things move and change. So I'm definitely here to help in any way that I can.